Welcome to Asset Management Group's private client-only podcast with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Welcome to Asset Management Group's private client podcast. It's Andrew Nida. And I would say Moise Perron, but Moise has been so diligent to fill in for me. So it is just me today. Mo is off on vacation and enjoy. Actually, we FaceTimed him this morning and he is sitting uh, nicely on the beach and enjoying the sun already. So enjoying his uh, week off and he will be back with me and we will be back together in the saddle preparing for Q3, Q4 the rest of the year together. Uh, starting next week. But actually, with Mo being gone, I have uh, brought in a few extra guests. A few extra guests that it comes by the name of Benjamin Nida and Jake Nida. You boys want to say hey? Hey. Hey. Okay. Now you're thinking, what in the world? Got some <laughs> some boys in with us this morning. So I thought it'd be fun to do uh, a podcast on finances for the next generation. And really talk about how you could be an influence, you know, as a client of ours to, you know, your children, your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, how you can still play a major impact with, you know, some of this, the younger generation that's coming up, that's going to have to experience finances in a totally different realm. But before we get there, I want to uh, throw out a few things, just some uh, bookkeeping items, homework here. Guys, first and foremost, we thank you once again and appreciate all your patience as we have made the transition uh, that we have been going through predominantly for the most part of this year. And uh, we have come to the final steps and, and the completion of moving everybody to our new uh, trading platform. That's awesome. Now, keep in mind, I do know that several of you guys have had uh, some challenges with connection. And what I mean by that is, is you're, you know, you're getting that weekly report and all of a sudden it looks like money's missing. Or maybe you log into your advisorclient.com website and you realize that account is missing. Once again, we put out some uh, video emails about this, but if that is happening, then just take a deep breath and let us know. Unfortunately, we don't have a way of knowing who is losing connection, but we do have a way of fixing the problem. Uh, we will need your username that you use to access advisor client. If that's the website that's giving you trouble, let us know. We put in a work order to TD Ameritrade. They're obviously fully aware of the issue, and then we can get that account reconnected so you can see it. Um, but it has been. It's been a great transition, and you guys have been super patient with us. And once again, I know it's a challenge to ever have to make these types of decisions to you know, just see movement and sign more documentation. But at the end of the day, our goal is to serve you with the best uh, ability that we possibly can. And, and for us, it takes you know, making changes and continuing to improve our process so that you guys at, at the end of the day, get better service, better performance and a better experience. Um, second to that, August 1st is the first day that you will have the opportunity to create your Charles Schwab login. Okay. And so you'll have the ability to, through your advisor client website, initiate access to Charles Schwab, and you'll be able to go through the process of creating that account. Um, and then don't forget, if you do, by chance, log into advisor client, then what you're going to see there is the countdown. We are 42 days away from being at Charles Schwab. And then thank the Lord for that. If you are me, any part of Asset Management Group, and I'm sure any firm a part of TD Ameritrade, we are super thankful to have this behind us. Uh, but we will be there shortly, 42 days out. Um 
the second, the last thing actually that I want to mention about this, I've had a few clients reach out that have been receiving letters in the mail about, um, from TD Ameritrade that simply states that they have attempted to send statement via email and because of uh, it not being completed, they have swapped their way of communication to mail. And I know many of you guys have expressed the frustration of getting all this paper coming to you, a hard copy instead of digital format. Um, unfortunately, what we have been advised to do is to just simply be patient and wait till we get to Schwab. Once we transition to Charles Schwab, you will be able to easily online through your dashboard elect digital format instead of hard copy mail. So we can get that resolved at that time as well. So um, if you have any questions, any concerns, make sure you let us know. If you're not seeing your funds for some reason not show up in your account, don't panic. Just let us know. We can get it fixed. Um, and with that said, we appreciate uh, you guys staying here and just continuing to to work with us through this massive transition to Schwab. Um, with that said, boys, you ready? Yes. All right, Jake, yeah. you're going to have to get in here. Okay, so we're, we're going to talk about... Um, finances for the next generation. But before we do, anybody want to share a little bit about the uh, recent trip we were on? We went to Colorado and we went trout fishing and we caught a ton of trout. And um, yeah, we had a lot of fun there. We also... You remember the type yeah. of fly fishing we got to do? Euro fly... Or Euro, Euro nymphing? nymphing. Yeah, great... Listen, if, you, uh, if you're an outdoors person and you've never been to Colorado, is Colorado not fantastic? It's amazing. It's an amazing place. Jake, did you have fun? Yeah. What was your, what was your favorite part? Um, probably going um, to see the rodeo, mm. the um, out west rodeo, whatever. What, do you remember uh, what was an interesting fact about that rodeo that we went to see? It was the uh, what oldest? Was it? the oldest out west mm -hmm. rodeo. Yeah, so actually we went to a rodeo. Just uh, you know, it just so happened that we were out there during this time. And most of my, I have a lot of family that live out in Colorado, and uh, we were out there in to be able to experience the rodeo that was in Gunnison, Gunnison, Colorado, one of the coldest cities in the United States. And it is the oldest rodeo west of the Mississippi, they say. I want to say they said it was 158 or something like that years old. So pretty incredible. It was a legit rodeo, don't you think? Yeah, it was very fun. What was your What was your favorite favorite part of the rodeo or event? What do you mean by that? Calf wrestling was mine. Um. Either the bull riding, I really like the roping, but I mostly like the bronc riding. Now, that bronc riding, those guys are they're, they're the real deal. You know what? No one got hurt, though, so that's okay. Yeah, that was good. Nobody got hurt, and a lot of them were able to ride it, so it was a pretty cool experience. So great fishing, great outdoors, great trip, and I think, you know, Part of that is, is, and I'm going to throw this question to you, Benji, um, you know, being a child and being, actually being someone who had a good grandfather, my father, who was a great grandfather for the time that we had him, you know, what's your thoughts 
being a grandchild and any advice that you think you could provide to to maybe one of our clients that's listening that you know they're they have grandchildren like yourself what would you say that you would that you enjoyed out of experiencing grandpa grandpa and things that he did for you well the things that i mostly enjoyed about grandpa was he was always down or willing to do stuff that wasn't something that an adult would really do like He'll come outside and play basketball with us or do really do whatever we want. He took me fishing one time and just all that, and he, he just willing to do whatever. Yeah, willing to uh, – do you ever act like a kid, Jake? He ever race wrestle you any? Yeah, a ton, <laughs> but he would always lose. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think there's some good takeaways there. You know, don't forget – um, matter of fact, I can remember clear as day sitting, you know, especially when my boys were younger, they're now Drew's about, well, coming up on 15. a learner's license. Yeah. 15 Benjamin's going into sixth grade, 12, uh-huh. And Jake is going into fourth, fourth grade. Yeah. You should remember that by the way, <laughs> going into fourth grade. So, but I can remember, you know, years back going over dad's house and, you know, of course, boys coming up Dad, come out and play basketball come play wiffle ball come do something let's wrestle and i'm thinking oh I'm so exhausted i just want to sit and relax and then the next thing i know i look out the window and dad's out there covered in sweat trying to trying to whoop you boys in some basketball or wiffle ball yeah it means a lot you know mm-hmm. take time to be intentional and then take time to get to get out of your adult world and and get into the level of of your grandchildren and make memories that matter, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what matters most is and those he, memories. And he definitely made those memories. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So we want to talk a little bit about finance. And I thought it would be a good time to talk about an app that that we use. Me and uh, actually Mo uses it as well. We use it for our family. And it's an app called Greenlight. And... What this app does is it's basically a service that allows the younger generation to get to experience, you know, the financial world at a very young age instead of, you know, giving them an opportunity to to earn an allowance and you pay them via, you know, cash or you give them, you know, a grandchild a birthday present and you're putting it in, you know, a uh, envelope with just cash there. This gives them the opportunity to to manage their accounts. So Greenlight obviously is operated and managed by by the adult or whoever the guardian is. But each child, so all three of my sons, they have their own debit cards, checking, savings, and they have the ability to invest money, but they have the opportunity to earn it and spend it. Spend it. Right. And so, you know, tell us about your experience, Benji, what you like about it and what's well, your thoughts? Well, what I really like about it is I can... Like, kids, I mean, I don't know if this is for real or not, but kids my age, I wouldn't see, like, I've learned a lot about investing in that app because there's, like, an investing tab that you can click on. You can invest with any companies, any small things, and I've made a little bit of money off of it. Mm -hmm. And that's really helped me. Now I know a lot more than what I used to. And it also, Jay, gives you the opportunity to make good decisions from a spending standpoint, right? You want to tell us, you know, maybe one of the things you saved for but didn't buy recently? I I saw people on YouTube 
and one of my friends had it. It's called a one-wheel hoverboard, and I, we, I kept looking at them at night, and me and my dad, we were going to, um, we, he told me to think about it, and then. How much was this one-wheel hoverboard? $1,050. And How much money did you have saved? About 900 something, but if he told me he would give me a few a little bit of money for my birthday. So, we did that and then later on he told me to wait and then next, then we'll talk about it next week. I can order it if we if we, if I still want it, and I thought that it would take away all my money, so I didn't buy it, and I just I saved up for more money, and then I purchased something something what you tie up because we were out west doing the rodeo, and people were tying up steers which is a cow, and they, um, I just thought that if I could learn anything, I could get, um, it's called like a dummy, but it's like a cow, which you wrote, you, um, tie up the legs. Yeah, that's a, that's a good decision, but the, the, the opportunity there was, was this one-wheel hoverboard, which you really wanted and may still get, was going to take all of his money. And so, you know, for him to be able to take some time, we talked about it and I said, listen, why don't, why don't you think about it for a week? And if you still want the hoverboard a week later, then you, what you, you at that point you can make the purchase. And of course, after thinking about it for a week, you know, he decided to hold off and, and maybe go a different direction because it was going to take all of his funds. And the point is, is, you know, Amy and I have always been of the opinion, of course, you know, right or wrong from a parenting standpoint, everybody does it a little bit different. But our thoughts were, was in the financial uh, story that we live out, let it be transparent for our children. Let them be involved in, um, obviously not involved, but at least to observe some of the big decisions that we're making, whether it's you know, working through the process of purchasing a vehicle, purchasing a house, um, making an investment, you know, you name it, just being, you know, taking the time to allow them to experience the way we think, the way we talk about it. Um, because th- the truth is, is they're going to have to make these same decisions. And so many children, their first ever experience with money is making a decision on college and college debt which isn't the best start to their financial life. And so, you know, giving them the opportunity early on. And, and I think second to that would be uh, making money, you know. You know, we don't do this perfectly. I, you know, keep thinking to myself, there's got to be better ways to, you know, to incentivize you guys to get out there and, and you know, learn how to earn. But there are opportunities. And so what do you think, Benji? What do you like about, you know, the projects and things that are given? Well, like when we were doing chores, like with chores, we um we can like mow the grass, mow the grass, um, sweep, vacuum, like or clean wash room, my truck, wash the <laughs> truck, and any of that will earn us a certain amount of money. 
that we can either save, which saving is probably the best, better idea than going and spending it. So, yeah, we can get paid a certain amount for everything we do. And, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's presenting opportunity for them to, you know, make a little bit of money. And, and then, obviously, when they do that, it creates the maturity that they need and how to manage it and how to spend it. Um, so, Greenlight's been a good experience for you guys? Yes. Yeah, you got your own debit card, Jake? Yeah. Jake's our top spender of the family, no doubt about it, but he's yep. learning, you know, and Benji has saved quite a bit of money. Not sure what we're saving for, but we're saving. Nothing. Just keep Something saving. that I want in the future mm-hmm. that I don't know about. And if Drew was on here, he's uh, he's had a girlfriend or two, so that's cost him. So he's learned some valuable lessons <laughs> <laughs> yep. about how to manage money with a girlfriend. You know what I mean? So anyway, I thought we'd bring that to you. Greenlight is the app. Um, and then second, real quick, I wanted to throw out here on, you know, another item that a lot of people use, and I'll close with this, 529 plans. One of the recent changes in law uh, allows a 529 plan to be used totally different than the way it used to be used in the past. Uh, to be honest, I've always been of the opinion that 529 plans are, are beneficial, but from a taxable standpoint, but the challenge is that, they, uh, you could easily be in a position where you overfund it. And by default, it becomes, you know, really, uh, not a negative asset, but it has a negative impact. It does quite opposite of what it was intended to do, which was create basically a tax-free benefit, avoiding capital gains and tax liabilities. Because when you overfund a 529 and you're not using it specifically for higher education, it has to be withdrawn. And at that point you're having to pay taxes and potential penalties, and so I've always, from an advisory standpoint, have uh, been very cautious at advising people to fund 529s, especially to the extent where it could be potentially overfunded. Um, and we've used different techniques to support college needs. But now with the recent law changes, any money left in a 529 for a beneficiary, if it's not needed for college, can be converted to a Roth IRA. Okay. And so that really, to me, is a game changer. Yes, you, you lose control at the, at the guardian level, the parent. It becomes the child's asset. But uh, how much more beneficial is that than having to pay penalties and taxes, allowing it to be converted to a Roth? So ever have any questions about 529s, uh, Roth IRAs, things like that, definitely, obviously, feel free to reach out. Um, something that we can, you know, give you some guidance on and, and how much you should say, what's the percentage rate, that type of thing. Um, and then with that said, you guys got anything else you want to leave with us? Nope. That's it? Yes. All right. Well, listen, we appreciate you guys. Once again, any questions, any need, you make sure you reach out. We're here to serve you. And thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to bring two of my uh, children on the show with us to talk about finances and the next generation. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.
Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or enter offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.